we all get ready and we say a prayer and then they go to school. There you go. We're all here and we can start the day together. That's awesome. It's nice. Welcome back, everyone, to the Balance for Life podcast, where our goal is to help you make some changes in your life to become a happier, more well-rounded person. Yeah. If you like what you hear, if something resonates with you, um, go ahead, leave us a five-star review, leave us any review, uh, join us on socials, like, subscribe, share, comment, comment, tell your friends about us. Um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all at Balance for Life. That's the number four. Like we say every week, it's the number four Balance for Life podcast. And then on Twitter at Adam and Perry, all spelled out. We're also on YouTube. Just search Balance for Life and you'll find us. Yeah. We are, I am really excited at least. I think we're both excited for this topic that we're going to talk about. Yeah. And it is the benefits of journaling. And some things that we can do to to make it a habit in our lives. Um, you know, I, I kept a journal when I was younger for a while. And then I started to feel like that was something girls do for some reason. I don't know why. I like I have no idea of like where that came from. It might be because I have five sisters. And my sisters did a good job of journaling. So it was like, oh, that's something that girls do. Maybe I shouldn't do this anymore. And... And I remember I would hear people once in a while talk about, here's why you should journal. Here are the benefits of it. And I'd be like, yeah, I don't really want to. I don't like journaling. And uh, about when we started doing this podcast, I I read something about the benefits of journaling. And I thought, okay, maybe I should do this. Maybe maybe yeah. I've been stupid for thinking that like, it's something that girls do and guys don't do. Yeah. And I think it's something that everybody can benefit from. Absolutely. and I And I think, I mean, kind of... A little bit of a side note. So I, I kept a journal really well through childhood and, and into high school. And then uh, some things happened and I just stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I didn't, I, I ripped up a lot of old journal entries from when I was a kid. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. And uh, burned a couple of journals. And um, yeah, so it, I went a long time without journaling and then hit a certain point and some personal things happened and uh, I started journaling again to try and alleviate some, some stresses and some, some things going on. And so what I, what I found is that it's been very difficult for me to get back into a habit Mm -hmm. of journaling every day. And so I don't typically. And, but what I found is the times when I do journal every day, it helps to kind of make sense of, my thoughts yeah. and, and helps to kind of make sense of some things that happen throughout the days. And, and maybe, you know, it might not make sense that day, but a few days later I'm, I'm, I might be writing about something and I think back on something that happened a few days ago and I'm like, Oh, that, that kind of fits together. Now. I mean, there's, there's things that kind of make sense. So it's a, it's a really good way to put pieces together and to help, align the progression of your life. Definitely. I think it's a good thing. And I think uh, maybe for a little bit of context in the church that Adam and I go to, journaling is is really encouraged uh, for the main reason of 
having something written down for your posterity to mm-hmm. read and like get to know about you, our connection between us and our ancestors and us and our, you know, future grandchildren, great grandchildren is really important in our religion. Mm-hmm. And that's, that was kind of always the reason that I heard that that's why you should journal. And that was for some reason, not very tangible to me. It was hard for me to really, I don't know, grasp onto, but I think that is an important, you know, byproduct of journaling. We have journals from people who lived in the 1600s that help us to understand the culture back then and add some context to historical events, which I think is really important. I think as we look back on history, it's really important to keep that context in mind. That's why they did things the way they did. And maybe we disagree with how they did things back then. We disagree with it now, but, but it adds that context, which I think is really important. And when our, you know, future generations judge us based on the things that we did, I think having those journals, those things that we've written down to give them some context can be really helpful. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think too, something that has become more and more important throughout the world and throughout society in general is heritage mm-hmm. and where we come from. And I know there's, um, there's TV shows about celebrities and finding out what, what their ancestry was and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll take their DNA and they'll try and identify these different parts of their life. My wife, I can't, um, who do you think you are? I think is that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife likes that one. And there's another one where, um, I can't remember what the, this one's called, but but they will uh, somebody will will contact this TV show and be looking for a family member. They'll mm-hmm. they'll find out that say their their mom is getting sick and getting older, and they'll find out that she had a baby when she was fifteen or sixteen, mm-hmm. put it up for adoption, and so so the family will start looking for and. Uh, they've been able to connect a lot of families and it's been really cool. cool. There's, there's been several episodes, but it's where I I think as a society in general, aside from religion, I think heritage, family, ancestry, things like that have become a lot more important. There's places where you can get DNA testing kits that'll tell you where your DNA comes from and what percentage you are of what, um, what locations and, and all these different things. And so I think having that, is a cool thing. And one thing that I've learned from diving into my ancestry is finding those journal entries and ancestry.com, which is now owned by the church, mm-hmm. um, has a lot of stuff like that and yeah. people can go in. So, so family members that are registered with ancestry can go in and upload documents. So like I've been able to find my, uh, grandfather's draft card from world war two oh, wow. and my great grandpa's record from world war one. Yeah. And so I've been able to, to find a lot of these things, but one of the coolest things is finding journal entries. Yeah. I, I, I have found ancestors that, uh, came across the plains with the pioneers that settled the Salt Lake Valley, the Mormon pioneers and found journal entries from them. And it, it helps to make the person real. Right. It, it helps us to be able to identify with who they are. And so I think having that to pass down to generations is one of the reasons why I feel really bad that I haven't done better. Yeah. Um, because it's not I, too late. Yeah. It's, it's never too late, but, but yeah, being able to identify with and kind of put a, a real tangible life to 
a picture or to a name and and put all the pieces together. Yeah, so that's one of the benefits that it does not mention in the study that we're going to talk about, uh, the, the article that, that kind of prompted this. Mm -hmm. um, that connection that is established between your past and your future, right? That's the one that we decided to start out with, but we're going to be talking about the seven benefits, uh, seven benefits from Kaiser Permanente, I think is how it's pronounced. Uh, they, they put out an article that talked about seven benefits of journaling. Okay. And so we're going with seven for life or balance seven life. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Balance seven life today. We just keep increasing every day. <laughs> we're, 1% we're every seven week. Seven benefits to journaling besides the one that we talked about. So I Excellent. guess eight. Yeah. We have eight <laughs> benefits. Yeah. Right. So that's four times two. Four times two. Balance yeah. four times two life. Balance four times two life. Perfect. All right, you want to start us off with the first one? Yeah, so so the first benefit that we can get from journaling is being able to achieve goals. And and I think, and I know we can expound on this drastically, but I think one of the ways that we can achieve our goals through journaling is because we actually can define those mm -hmm. goals. And we, we talked a lot last week, we talked about... Uh, reverse engineering mm -hmm. goals. We've we've talked a lot in the past about creating new habits, and journaling helps us to write things down and break it down into manageable. And I think a lot of times, uh, I know I've struggled with. I think about something and I want to do something, but until I actually write it down, mm -hmm. it, it just still seems out of reach. To yeah. Me. And writing so, down your vision for what you want to become, your goals to get there. Yeah. So I think that's a really good way to break things down. And maybe we talk a lot about personal journaling, but I think we also need to be documenting or, or tracking things that we're doing as well. I think that's an important component Definitely. of journaling as well. And I think that's how it helps us achieve our goals is we it, it gives us a visual aspect to it that we can break things down into manageable steps. Definitely. And I know, you know, writing down, this is kind of what you were saying, I guess, but writing things down brings them to, I guess, just a different place in your mind than if you just think about it, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, just writing down those goals, that makes them a little more real. Writing down what you want to become, it just makes it more tangible. Yeah, yeah. different different place in your mind. That's actually a, a really cool way to look at it yeah. because it's like, when we just think about something, there's certain neurons that are triggering, right? When you write it down, right, you're using movement, you're using mm -hmm. other parts of your brain, so you're actually just expanding the space that you're using yeah. to think about that goal. Well, stupid fly. Well, I know in college, a lot of times I would write down notes in class that I would never look at again, mm -hmm. but writing them down helped me remember them better. Yeah. And that's why I took notes. I, and, and there were certain notes I would, you know, review, but if there's something that I thought I need to remember this, sometimes all I had to do was write it down and I would just remember it. So yeah. it, yeah, our brain reacts differently to writing than to thinking. Mm -hmm. And on a similar note, the second benefit is tracking progress and growth. So yeah. I, it's really related to achieving that goal. Mm -hmm. But like you were saying, we can, we can actually write down uh, what we want our vision to be, you know, what our goals are, but then we can actually also write down, here's what I did today that helped me get closer to this. And so sometimes 
I've been trying to journal every night and I'm a little hit or miss, but I'm improving. And sometimes I'll just write down, I worked out today and feels great. <laughs> it's just yeah. something really simple like that. I'm just sharing my win with myself. Yeah. And that's awesome. I think one of our challenges that we've had in the past was to celebrate three small wins. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. yeah, I can't remember which episode it was, but it was to think about the wins that we've had for the day and try and identify those places. So to track that and write it down, mm-hmm. uh, again, is just using more space in our brain and able to give us just that little extra boost right. of energy. I think that's really cool. So the next benefit that we get is it can actually build confidence. So I think this one's kind of tied in as well as we track our growth, as we document those wins for the day, it it puts something tangible. Again, we're using different space in our brain, using more space in our brain. And so it actually puts something visual that we can get a little boost of dopamine from. And that's going to help build our confidence and help to boost our self-esteem when we see written down, hey, I've done A, B, and C today. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So that's one side of it, right? We can write down... <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> so that's one side of it. We can write down where we did well, you know, where we're achieving our goals, having success. Um, you mentioned you know, burning some of your journals from, from before or tearing some up. Uh, I have a therapist who suggested writing a letter to, to someone who had passed away that I have issues, person, some personal, you know, issues that I need to overcome. Right. Mm-hmm. So her suggestion was write a letter to that person explaining, this is why I feel this way about, you know, what you did. And this is why I struggle. This is why I love you. And just write down everything and then burn it. And you're basically just letting those feelings go. So I try to avoid writing negative things while I'm journaling. But if you feel like you need to write negative things to get things out, uh, one thing you can do is then burn it when you're done. And it's basically like you're writing those negative things down and then you're saying goodbye and letting go of them. Yeah, releasing. So for those of you that are not watching on YouTube, which is like four people, um, there's a fly. It's just So apparently either Perry or I... Have not had our weekly shower yet. Yeah. And maybe both. And this fly is just buzzing everywhere and it's being really obnoxious. So if you hear us get a little bit distracted, yeah. that's why. Or if you're watching on YouTube and you see me hitting my face, that's that's why. My, my wife likes to keep the door open in the morning because it's oh, nice and cool yeah. outside, even though we have a bunch of windows open. I mean, the dogs can go in and out. It makes sense. But flies end up coming in and it's annoying. But... Yeah. Yeah, so somehow a fly got down in the basement, and it was buzzing around me during that last sentence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So where are where are we? Okay. I think we're on number four. So number four, it can improve our writing and communication skills. I mean, you get better at something by doing it, right? So if you journal, you're going to get better at writing. Mm-hmm. Not, not just formulating sentences, I, and I think that's what we initially think about, but also your handwriting can improve if you're writing it physically with with a pen and paper with or book and and pen which is what i'm doing mm-hmm. um but if you're writing on a computer help you improve typing as yeah. well so h- however you're doing it you're going to get better at writing you'll also possibly improve your penmanship or increase your typing speed and so it just improves your 
communication and writing. Yeah. Well, and I think the, the communication aspect as well, because you're kind of sharing yeah. with yourself. Right. I, I mean, so you're, you're learning or you're, you're building that, um, the habit, right. Developing that skill of sharing the experiences. And right, I mean, really you're just telling a story. So it, it can actually help you improve a lot of those skills, but the writing yeah. and, and sharing and communication are huge. Yep, definitely. So the next uh, benefit, I think we've already kind of touched on with a couple of the things that we've talked about, but reducing stress and anxiety. So like you mentioned, I really liked this point that you mentioned of um, the person that you had that passed away and writing down all of the issues, writing down the negative thoughts. And I, I've actually heard this before, and I can't remember where I heard it. I'll have to go back and look it up. But I've heard a similar thing where if you have issues, write them down, document them, release that, right? You're basically just taking that emotion, you're releasing it into a tangible thing. And then when you burn it, it's just letting it go. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I think that's a really good way to reduce stress and anxiety because we're actually releasing, we're letting go of those negative mm -hmm. emotions. And so I, I like, I like kind of the aspect that you brought into it with writing and burning those negative thoughts and also, um, not holding on to the negative thoughts in your journal, mm -hmm. keeping your journal, something that's positive sharing your wins, communicating your story, and then releasing all the negativity yeah. in a different place. That's my preference. And, you know, you can do it however you want, right? Yeah. But I, I like to keep my journal for everything positive. So if there's something negative, I'll yeah. write it down in a document on my phone and then delete it, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that's kind of similar to burning it or write it down on a piece of paper and burn it. Yeah. And that that's a way you can do that. Um, <laughs> so I actually did a pretty good job at keeping a journal when I was in high school and I did not burn anything. I still have a lot of it. Actually, I did. There is a section that I took out, and I think I know what it was about. But um, <laughs> I was an angsty teenager, apparently, because when I read through my journal, all of it's like just about this girl that I was dating who just stopped talking to me, and like she won't answer my phone calls, and it's been like two weeks. I guess we're not like together anymore. There's another way of breaking up with me. And I'm just writing all about like how mad I am, you know, or whatever. It's just, I had so many negative things that I wrote about and it's kind of funny to read now, but it helped me get over those emotions that helped me work through them. Yeah. And, and I think sometimes, I think sometimes there are personal things that happen to us that are very negative. Mm -hmm. Um, thinking specifically about, you know, losing a child, mm -hmm. losing a family member, things that we will want to remember how we felt, mm -hmm. you know, we'll want to, we'll want to preserve some of those memories. So I think there are some negative memories that we'll want to preserve. Yeah. Um, but definitely a lot of that negativity could also bring some humor in, yeah. into life later on yep. uh, when you look back and realize how stupid you were as a kid. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think that's fun. So the next one, number six, is it can help you find inspiration. Mm -hmm. And this you can take this however you want or do it however you want, but journaling can be a way to write down the things that you want to accomplish like we've talked about already, but writing it down can give you that inspiration. 
Um, I've actually produced song lyrics before mm. from just, uh, what do they call it? Like free flow or free form yeah. writing or something like that, where you just write whatever comes to your mind is, and, and you just write without stopping mm -hmm. and, uh, took some, something from that and turned it into a song, you know? And so it can inspire you in creative ways, but it can also inspire you to become a better person. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. And I think sometimes that free flow writing is, uh, something that psychics use yeah. in, in mediumship. Um, and so it could be finding that inspiration could actually be maybe people on the other side that are communicating yeah. through you and trying to share their story mm -hmm. through you. So I think that's definitely some cool things that we can have. And it just in increases your creativity in yeah. general, I think too. So absolutely help you be inspired to be more creative, whether you end up taking up painting because of it right, mm -hmm. or, or whatever that connection is, but, or maybe you just, develop your story writing skills so much that you end up writing a book or writing yeah. a children's story or right. writing poetry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's great. And the last, so, so the seventh benefit from the, the Kaiser Permanente, um, the eighth benefit that we've actually discussed today is strengthening memory. So I think this, this kind of goes into two different categories, uh, as does a lot of things apparently with me. <laughs> um, I, I like to think about things in different ways. Anyway, that's something that I've learned about myself today. You learn something new some days. <laughs> um, so strengthening memories, I, th I think one of the things that we've already kind of touched on is we tend to remember better when we write things down. Yeah. So I think that's, that's definitely a good thing is even if we don't go back and read it, we'll remember certain things better. And, and I, we're, we, our brains have a limited capacity mm -hmm. for remembering. And so obviously being able to write out specific details will cement some of those things in our long-term memory and help us remember, but we can also go back and, and remember those mm -hmm. things later on. Um, but the other thing that it does to, to strengthen memory is it actually frees up space in mm -hmm. our short-term memory because we're, we're taking that experience that happened and we're basically just releasing it onto the page Mm -hmm. so that our short-term memory doesn't have to hold it in. Right. And so we're actually opening up space for new memories to come in yeah. as well. So I think it, it kind of has a, a multiple effect there. Right. As, as a lot of things do, I guess. And I don't know this for sure, but my guess is that it'll strengthen your overall memory, your long-term memory as well. I know mm -hmm. I've, I've read about different things that can help prevent Alzheimer's. And one of them is learning a foreign language. One of them was learning a, a musical instrument mm -hmm. or, or I think like doing puzzles like Sudoku, crossword puzzles, things like that can, okay. can help Im improve your memory and decrease the chances of having Alzheimer's. Interesting. So I don't know for sure, but my mm -hmm. guess is that uh, strengthening your memory would be part of that as well. That keeping a journal might be one of those things you can do to decrease your chances of having Alzheimer's. Absolutely. Yeah, so I think it's great. Yeah, strengthening your memory and I think probably a lot of different ways. Yeah, perfect. So now we're going to talk about four tips plus two bonus tips. Ooh, four plus two. <laughs> so balance for life with two bonus tips. Balance four plus two uh, tips. Tips to making it happen, to creating that habit. We've both talked about how we've struggled to do it every night and mm -hmm. sometimes we do well and sometimes we don't. So, but... There are some uh, some tips that we've come up with and things that have helped us to at least improve in that area. Mm -hmm. 
So the first one is to buy a journal or a notebook. And, and it can be like any notebook. But like you talked about a few weeks ago, uh, maybe the first step to starting to exercise is just putting exercise shoes on. Right? Just, just take that first little step. Put those yeah. shoes on, tie your shoes, walk out the front door, walk back in if that's all you can do. Right? Yeah. Just do that first little step. And I think having a place to keep your journal is a big obstacle to overcome for some reason. I yeah. mean, that's, that's part of the reason I haven't done it in the past. It's like, ah, I don't have a journal. I need to go buy one. Um, but then I, I just found a notebook that hadn't been used and I just started writing in it. Yeah. And I, and I think a notebook is a great place to start. You can get them for like what, 65 cents. Yeah. So the little composition notebooks, you can actually go to Walmart and get like a nice leather bound yeah. journal with a bookmarking ribbon and, and all the stuff like 10, 12 bucks. They're not, it, it's not a, a huge investment, um, but it has a huge return. Yeah. Or whenever my wife asks what I want for Christmas or for my birthday, I can never think of anything. I'm like, I don't know. I have everything I need. Uh, you could ask for a journal for your next there you go. holiday that you're going to get a gift for. So yeah, that's a, that's a great idea. Okay. Next tip. So tip number two is to keep it on a computer or the cloud. I think, um, one of the issues that I know I probably would have had had I kept a journal in, in previous years is we moved a lot mm. uh, in the course of our marriage. Um, we've moved a lot and obviously things get lost, things get misplaced. Yeah. And so having a notebook, right, just like a little composition book that we just talked about is a great place to start, but they get misplaced very easily. Mm -hmm. And so having it on a computer, especially with the cloud or with some sort of a backup right. program where you can external store that, hard drive, external yeah. hard drive, something where it will save in multiple places and it's not going to take up a lot of space. Um, great way to keep it permanently. Yeah. I mean, you can use even Google drive, which, yeah. you know, is limited on space if you don't pay for it. Mm -hmm. But documents don't take up very much space. Yeah. It's videos mainly that take up a lot of space and audio can too, but just a, a Google doc does not take up very much space. So mm -hmm. that that's one. If you're like, I'm too lazy to go to the store and get a book, start typing it on a Google doc. Yeah. Um, I, Pretty much everybody has cell phones now. Yeah. And right smartphones. Phone. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I got to think about it for a second. I don't think I know anybody that doesn't have a smartphone. That's a, at least over the age of 15 or whatever. I mean, um, I know. Even, even 10, 12-year-olds usually do. Well, even, even a lot of kids that I know, like our kids, yeah. we don't buy them necessarily a cell phone. Right. Until they're 12, 13, like junior high age. Mm -hmm. uh, but our 10-year-old has a iPod. Right. And our 7-year-old has a little Google platform tablet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, 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 pretty much everybody is going to have yeah. something right. that has a note keeper on it. Right. And so keeping it on that is an easy way to get started as well. And something that everybody carries around with them all the time. So as things happen to you, pull out that notebook, pull out your Google docs and just type it out. Yep. Definitely. Yep. Our next tip is to just do one line a day. Yeah. And if that's all you can do, just do that. I, that, you know, that might not produce a lot for your, you know, future grandchildren, 
to really glean much of, but it will still give you a lot of other benefits as far as releasing stress and anxiety and some of those mental health benefits. I think just doing one line of this was something great that happened today. I mm-hmm. did this, right? Yeah. Well, and I think what we've talked about too is it's a good place to start. Yeah. If I if I go into it thinking I've got to write pages and pages yeah. every day, that's very overwhelming. But if I go into it thinking I just need to write one word, and we've we've talked about this before, one word, one sentence, one line. All I have to do is just open up the book and write down something. It takes 30 seconds out of my day. That's, that's a very simple step that I can take that's going to build a habit. Mm-hmm. And so having that one line a day is a good way to start building that habit. Yeah, definitely. Next uh, tip that we have is to do it at the same time each day. Mm-hmm. The one line every day is going to take about 30 seconds, but a lot of times we get distracted. And just like with anything else, if we don't establish the boundary, it's going to get overlooked. Mm-hmm. So we we need to be setting a time every day, just like we do with our exercising, just like we do with eating or working or anything else. Establish a set time every day that we're going to sit down, we're going to open up our journal, and we're going to write that one word, one line, one page, whatever it is that you're going to do. Yeah. And m- my personal preference is to do it at night. Yeah. So uh, I think that's when you're you're decompressing it's a great part of your bedtime routine mm-hmm. to help your body and your mind get ready for sleep um, but it's also you know everything that's happened throughout the day is fresh uh, now if you're wanting to do a dream journal then maybe you're gonna write in the morning mm-hmm. or you can do both right you can yeah. do whatever you want but do both I think in the morning that's that's the ideal time to keep a dream journal maybe mm-hmm. not the ideal time to write about what happened throughout the day because your day hasn't happened yet absolutely so i think the key there is that there's there's benefits no matter what time it is it, there are yeah keep it at nighttime it's a good way to kind of process some of your thoughts some of your experiences from the day keeping it because I, I know i've done both I, i've tried writing at night and i'm able to process the events of the day other times i'll get up and i'll do it as part of my morning routine and it's a good way to, to set goals mm-hmm. for the day and to try and put down in writing what I want to accomplish, as well as kind of take some inventory of things that I'm grateful for mm-hmm. and, and kind of process the night and, like you said, dream journaling. So I think that's a good thing. Definitely. The next tip is to set a reminder. And I think I would include in here maybe having an accountability partner. So Mm -hmm. you put a reminder on your phone. uh, That can be really helpful. Last night, so my wife does a pretty good job of journaling. And last night, I turned the light off and she said, did you write in your journal? I was like, oh, yeah. So I turned the light on. Took about 15 seconds, wrote something down. She's like, did you actually write anything? I was like, yeah, I wrote a whole sentence. There you go. One line, that's all we need. But yeah, having something to help you remember, an alarm, an accountability partner, yeah. somebody like that. Yep, or something that's like great. That. And the last one that we have, um, we, we have touched on this one already as well, uh, but include as much positivity as possible. Like we said, there's going to be negative emotions, there's going to be things that we want to vent out, things that we need to process, but that's not something that we want to hold on to. And, and when we document it and we lock it away someplace, we're basically just holding on to it. So those are the things that we want to release, but we want to keep the positivity. We want to yeah. keep things talking about gratitude, talking about our goals, our aspirations, and our, our, our wins, accomplishments, our yeah. accomplishments, 
And so include as much of that positivity as possible um, is, is going to help us see the progress and see that 1% improvement. Yep. So definitely. So those are our four tips and our two bonus tips yeah. <laughs> and uh, some benefits to journaling that we've talked about. And we hope that you glean from this uh, motivation to start journaling if you aren't already. Mm-hmm. And which brings us to our weekly challenge, which is to journal every day this week. Yeah. And again, it can take you 15 seconds every time or five minutes, just whatever you want to do. If you want to keep it simple so that you'll stay motivated to do it, just write something down. Start creating that habit. I can't remember how long it takes, they say, to to form a habit, something like a month or three I've, weeks. I I've heard know. a lot of Probably different. Probably a lot of different. Yeah, there's a lot of different things. Everybody has their own idea, but I think just... Like you said, small. Just yeah. just start. start if you do small. it for one week, you're on your way. Yeah. I mean, if you do it today, you're on your way. Yeah. You've already taken the first step. Exactly. So. so that's our challenge every day for one week and then go from there. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you all again for listening. Um, we, we really do appreciate all of our three listeners, <laughs> if that. Um, we appreciate all of you, and you know who you are, yeah, and we, we know who you are, too. We appreciate everybody that listens, and we appreciate everybody that takes the time to comment, and um, we are starting to build a little bit of a following on social media, and we appreciate all of you, too. We do recognize um, those of you that have sent us messages, those of you that have commented or liked or shared or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, so we do appreciate that. Um, Continue to do that. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah. Leave us reviews. Tell us what we can do to improve. Tell us what we're doing well. Tune in on Mondays. Mondays. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Google, YouTube. Yep. And you can listen or watch. Yeah. And uh, come back next week. I, I, we're going to have another good one. I think um, maybe we'll be talking a little bit about setting boundaries. Oh, yeah. That's next a good week. one. I think that's going to be a good good topic to do so also if you have a suggestion for a topic feel free to hit us up i mean we have probably like 20 topics we've come up with that we haven't done yet but so we have you know i'm not we're not running out of content but if you have ideas of something we should talk about let us know if if there's something you feel like people need to hear or if there's something you feel like you need to hear because if you need to hear it chances are somebody else does too let us know so we will see you next week okay